Hello. Who is your name? Wow. Indeed, you are coming from Shiloh. You are on fire. The Shiloh Revival fire is upon you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Shall we just praise the Lord for our sister Ulili? Yes, 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 yes. Let's praise the Lord for her. Indeed, she went to Shiloh and she came back with fire from Shiloh. Amen. Amen. Very encouraging, very, very encouraging. I am I am encouraged that it's it, 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 it's it's just about 72 hours. And the fire of revival is on. Yes. Amen. Singing and praising God and praying and thanking God. And uh, somebody was at the background back in here. Was that? Uh... Stella. Oh, Sister Stella was backing you up. Oh, that's the song, though. I was doing the prayers, not the song. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was singing the song. Was that? Uh, oh, Sister Carol. Oh, Sister Carol. Okay. Okay. That is good. Yes. This hasn't happened like this in a long time. You only hear one voice praying. But today, <laughs> at least I heard three or four voices in, in, in action. God bless you. That gives me confidence that Within 72 hours, we are seeing the result of Shiloh. Amen? Amen. So let's keep the fire burning as it was in the day of Samuel. Amen. 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 Okay. Let's make, uh, let's, let's, let's find uh, some reflection uh, to, 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 from last week. And even if you are giving reflection about Shiloh, it's okay. So that people like uh, Sister Felicia, uh, Rodericks, oh goodness. Some names don't stick in my head. So let me just continue with Sister Felicia Morgan. <laughs> Sister Felicia, are you there? Are you there? Sister Felicia Morgan, are you there? Hi, Dr. Pauline. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm sure um, you are catching you are catching the fire from uh, Shiloh, eh? Yeah, it was so powerful. I had to um, Google some of the praise and worship songs. <laughs> praise God! Don't worry. Next year you will go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um. Last week I didn't. Um. I signed on late, so I didn't get a chance to catch upon much of it for the reflection okay okay all right whatever you remember we will we will, we will do with whatever you remember i came so late towards when you guys were finishing oh okay. but i don't even yeah i don't remember but i'm gonna listen to you guys to try it okay <laughs> i'm alerted this week <laughs> 
Okay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. It's yeah. time for reflection. Who else? Who else is there to share with us what you learned last week? Last week, we just prayed for um, school, um, the World Convention. Um, but I guess I'll give a bit of reflection from the World Convention. And okay, go ahead. <laughs> I was there like Friday evening, and I know like Friday evening was small towards um, doing the sacrificial um, offering. But I know like when you were preaching before the offering, um, one thing that I think stuck with me was when he said that um, we have to be obedient. Um, like, um, I think the question he asked was, has nothing on my notes. It's like, what can make, um, what makes sacrifices or shallow work? And then the answer was obedience. So what I took from it was that we have to be obedient um, to God's instructions. Um, you know, we can't go to an event like World Convention and get all fired up and ready. And then we don't obey God's instruction. Like when we come home and he's like, call this person or pray for this person or do this for him. And we're not obedient to that. Then that whole time and purpose and sacrifice that we did has just gone to waste. So what I took from it is that I have to be obedient to God's sacrifice, I'm sorry, God's instructions and to be um, um, obedient to his word. And I think I have in my note that, you know, I have to respect the word of God. And one thing that you said when it came to the offering was that we have to be sincere with the Lord. Um, we can't come to church and lie um, to God with, you know, our sacrifices, our time and everything else. Like if we know we can do something for God, but we are lying to ourselves that we can do it, we should not do that anymore. So going forward, I have to be sincere with the Lord and have to be honest with myself with what I'm being asked to do and what I'm doing in the house of God. So that's what I took from World Convention. Amen, amen. Shall we appreciate her? Everybody, I want to see the lights. Are we appreciating? Everybody's. Amen. 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 Thank you. You know, she has just told us what we learned. Obedience and sincerity. <laughs> so don't forget, don't throw away your offering. <laughs> Any other reflection? Uh, before the last week, we didn't have um, any, you know, you wasn't online. We just prayed. But the week before when you went out, uh, it was more like you know interactive where we were doing you know like we were just sharing what we walk away with uh from you know the teaching that we receive online here in bible study but then you close by saying a few little things that i'll just mention that you know you said that there are things that we carry with us for life and there are things that we do not carry with us for life we want to carry things pertaining to wisdom and uh, you talk about the word of God is a pen to the writer and like shoes onto our feet. And what kind of wisdom we gather and how will we use it to foster our relationship with Jesus? You also talk about how applicable is the word of God in our life. We can't throw away knowledge. We must build on knowledge. 
the word of God is our legal authority, the word of and you also, you know, expound on that, you know, when we went to uh, uh, Shiloh. Some can quote the word of God, but, you know, oftentimes it's out of context. And sometimes we don't get a understanding of the word of God. That's why it's important for us to come to Bible study. We must use the word of God as a soap and hyssop to sponge away. When we don't have the word of God, we can't fight the devil because without the word of God, we have no ammunition. You also said the devil will resist our blessing. So we must use the word of God to be like Jesus. Without the word of God, we don't have the helmet of salvation. So we must be vigilant and strong. And then I'll share a little, you know, from what I, I received in Shiloh, when you talk about uh, our spiritual gifts that we all have, um, um, spiritual gifts, um, spiritual gifts that we, each and every one of us have a spiritual gifts that we use in the, you know, secular realm and in the spiritual realm. And um, the gifts that we receive, we must share it. And, you know, the example that you share was like, uh, like if you put tomato in the refrigerator and it doesn't use after a time, it, it just go bad. You know, it's just, it just start going bad. So if we don't use uh, our spiritual gift, you know, eventually we will be using it to serve the devil instead of serving Jehovah God who gave us those gifts. Uh, so we must share our spiritual gift. And what is the source of our achievement? You know, we talk about us, you know, achieving. You know, we have to study to show ourselves approved. And it doesn't mean, you know, like, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean degree, but you know, we have to study the word, study the word of God. That's what or legal ground. We must learn to replenish the gift of God in us. That is, and um, that is evangelism. You, you talk about like the more we share our gift, you know, it's like, you know, we, we receive. So you know, it's replenish, and um. Uh, when we when we are born again, there is a repair of our destiny. And you talk about like some people, you know, we say we are born again, but are we born again? Because some of us, you know, we say it, we know we just say it, but you know, are we really born again? You also share some very <laughs> important facts, you know, like you was given an example that if, you know, you say, for instance, you you know, you're dating a man who you want to get married to and you're telling the man to, you know, like come to church or to get saved. The man is not going to get saved, you know, you know, because he want to get saved and he want to worship Jehovah God. But even if he, he like say the sinner's prayer and believe he's saved, it's like just because he want, you know, to get, you know, a relationship with you. And then, you know, after marriage takes place, then that person you know, we stay away from church and they just go about their own agenda because they never really, you know, like, you know, commit themselves to the Lord. They never really, you know, accept the Lord because they want to accept the Lord. They just do it because they want something in return. And um, you talk about when we, when we are born again, there's a, well, I said that already, uh, we must be born again to wash away the sins from our lives. When we are, some of us, um, you know, like, you know, we go through the circles of cycles because, um, 
you know, we are not like, we still have sins in our lives, you know, which create like a legal ground for the enemy to, you know, to attack us. And, you know, like when we are born again, that uh, can, it's some, you know, it, in a way it can help us to, uh, you know, like it won't give the enemy so much access into our life. Uh, so we need to come to a place where, you know, we begin to uh, like, you know, understand the joy of salvation because, you know, as Christians, sometimes we're not, uh, we, we doesn't experience the joy of salvation because as you went into the, you know, the, the, um, the squatters in our lives, you know, some of us have like squatters in our lives and it's preventing us from experiencing the joy of salvation. So uh, when we are born again, that will, you know, help us. And, you know, like, you know, you, you, you know, you pray for the squatters to come out of our life and, you know, like, you know, that was an experience. But, you know, like when we have squatters in our lives, that's like legal ground. It gives the enemy room to attack us, room to stay in our life. Like, you know, just as you said, when, you know, demons are cast out, they find ways to come back in. So we go through that circles of cycle where, you know, we fall down and we believe we are delivered, but we go back to square one. So, you know, we must uh, position, we must, um, we don't want to perish but we want to align ourselves with the truth and we want to like stand on the word of God because the word of God is legal ground. And you know, that's what I walk away with. I'll pass it. Amen. 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 Shall we appreciate uh, Evangelist Sarah? Amen. Okay. Amen. Amen. Who else? <laughs> More reflection, more reflection. Sister Vivian, Auntie Felicia. Are we um, reflecting from what we learned from um, School of Deliverance? Anyone, anyone, um, yeah. Whichever one will help somebody to, 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 to eat the bread they didn't eat. <laughs> They didn't get to eat. <laughs> the word I got from um the word conversion, 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 um, is having a profession or gift or talent, um, and you polish like when you have something, a gift or talent or profession that you're you know pursuing go in, into, um, polishing it, um and making it good, you know, to the best of your ability. It's a good thing, but you have to have qualification for the things that you do. Even when you're coming into ministry, you have to have qualification, you know. You can't, be, you can't make yourself your own um, priest, your own bishop, your own evangelist. No, someone has to anoint you to be those things. Um, and I get it also from David. David... No, not somebody anoints you. Somebody has to train you. Yeah, someone has to train you. Okay. And also, um, <laughs> yeah, someone has to train you. And also, they, then they anoint you as well. No, I don't want you to use the term anoint. Yes. I want you to use the word training. Yes. Training, equipping or empowering. Oh, okay. So someone yes. has to train you into 
that um, calling or ministry that you are holding to or God has a donor to be in. Um, David is an example um, how um, Samuel was, you know, was the one who was called to do such a, a job to, you know, pick kings for the kingdom of Israel. And David was chosen. So he had to actually come to David and actually pick him out out of his brothers and um yeah put him in that training of becoming a king and later on he became a king in his 30s um also even jesus was ministered to um by angels showing us that he was still in training though he was the son of god just because of this earthly body he was in um i also learned that Qualification is very important because Dr. Pauline taught us about a woman who knew how to um, help women give birth to um, to babies, but she did not have like the right qualifications like a doctor would have. So she didn't have the right education, like to know how to, you know, to write down names and documents for those parents that she helped. So qualification is very important. Yeah, you may know how to do the right thing, but are you um, doing it fully the right way? Um, I also learned as the Lord, um, um, as the Lord gives people things to do, he guides them to study and to, oh, God, God basically tell, he, the, 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 um, God's word tells us to study and um, study to show ourselves approved. To show ourselves approved. That means studying is very important. It shows that we're forever students and the servant is the greatest of all. So studying is something that helps us, you know, get to understand how wisdom, because Dr. Pong was talking about wisdom and anointing. She said that wisdom um is a wisdom is um it's like a lifetime. You know, something longer than anointing. Anointing is here, there, but wisdom is something you live with on your daily basis. So definitely studying and finding wisdom, even when God puts you in certain situations, you know, find wisdom in that thing. It may not have been the best experience, but find wisdom. What did I learn from this? What was the lesson that I had to learn? Um, I also learned that about the joy of salvation. And also section back to David, how he said, how he asked God that, to give him like the joy of his salvation. Um, and Dr. Paulin is still going to go and sue that on Thursdays. I'll um, be seeing you, darling. Try to join there. Yes. Um, also, what I learned is we have to... Um, re, re, um, replenish the gift God has given us. Also, we can use our gifts to um, bring people to Christ. If someone sees that this person, you know, does hair, or you sell products and you put like Bible verses on it to show who you are as a uh, kingdom child of God, oh, anything that you do, use it to replenish the kingdom. You know, use it to speak good of the name of God because we have the wisdom of everything that we have um, comes from God, you know. So we use those things that God has given us gifts and talents to replenish, to bring more people into the kingdom as well. Um, the last thing, yeah, basically God will ask you, what did you use your gifts for? 
Did you did you use your gift to make yourself, you know, known and popular, or did you use your gift to actually to, you know, do good to others and bring others to Christ as well? So use your gift to evangelize as well. Um, that's that's um, some of the things that I got from um, the word convention. Amen. Amen. Shall we appreciate Sister Vivian? Amen. 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 Who else? I'll go. All right, go on. I learned. <laughs> I learned that the way we carry ourselves, people watch us as we say we are Christian or born again Christians. People watch us and and to see what we're gonna do and how how we treat others because we are the book you know they, they may they may not read the book but we are the book that they look um they look at how we carry ourselves and how we walk and how we treat each other um i learned about how not to let anger get in the way of god's work because to let to let the, the squatters in because the minute we start getting angry, the minute we start looking, if the minute I think, because when you take your eyes out of what God said to us, how what he want us to do, and, and we look the other way, we get in trouble with, with um, squatters because they are there to get in our life and disrupt our lives and make our lives miserable. We, um, we are supposed to, um, when we do with our gifts, we need to use our gifts to, for worship, to, to, to praise God, and to also help other people, um, to invite people into the kingdom of God. Um, we are supposed to use our gifts to bless others. Although we, we, we have, and maybe we have too much, so we bless others, uh, like, you know, we have an orphanage, we give away things that we don't need. Use what we have uh, to help others. Um, you also taught us that when you don't use your gift and we need to elevate our gift, we gotta go to, to school to build it up, to get, the, not even a degree, but to move ahead or to, to move, uh, another level um also to, so it depends on what what are you what 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 your your gifts is that you probably will need a degree that you could move higher in your in your with your gift and use that gift to touch others as well as like in the hospitals or those nurses and doctors and stuff so um i learned how that we need to stay in the word eat god word <laughs> Got to, in the morning when we wake up, he's the first person we should speak to. He's the first person we should spend time with so he could set the order for our day. That he is the first person that that we um, and, and talked with and that he will give us the, and guide us to, to, the, to the fullness of our day. Um, that reading our word and studying the word and to eat the word, to, to memorize the word, um, that it will help us 
to fight with the word of God instead of fighting with our fists. And that's what I got. Welcome, buddy. That's what I got from the World Convention and from the classes. Amen, amen, amen. Shall we all appreciate Sister Lily? All right, all right. Who else? Who else? Reverend Felicia, Sister Beverly Tava, Amen, amen. Um. As the, uh, I guess this is called reflection time. Just reflection we're doing? Yes, yes, reflection. Okay, so uh, reflection from the shallow convention. Um, we, you started off by talking about legal grounds and what legal grounds mean, you know, giving way to the enemy and, um, not uh, and you gave examples in the word of legal grounds and do we when we give way to the enemy we give him legal grounds to attack us uh, to use it against us as Christians and you also stated that um, in the well we didn't get into the book too much but. Um, what we did get into, we got into the introduction of the book. Um, and I had, I didn't bring my book by accident, I left it. But nevertheless, uh, you said that um, when we disobey or when we break the vows, not the, the vows, and when we break covenants, then we also give legal ground to the enemy, um, you you uh, gave gave examples of you know like for instance the tenth commandment or uh, those of commandments of God. You talked about um, you know uh, different areas in Abraham and the different areas of the butcher. How you know well, forget not the butcher but Abraham and when. God gave Abraham, rewarded him for the work, for being faithful and being obedient. Then he gave to his generations as well. Whatever he received, his generation received. So you, you, you basically said to us that if we break or we do not fulfill the commandments uh, the laws or the and we break vows with God, we give legal ground to the enemy or to tempt us or to attack us. Uh, many times we, we don't confess our sins or we don't, uh, we don't uh, have, we have unforgiveness. And as I we were reading, uh, it's good to give back up like, uh, Nappy did. Nappy gave some good backups at the uh, about it. Uh, when we um, when we when we uh, what was I said? When we like you, you spoke about Ephesians um, and that we should um, let's get it right. Um, 
I know what I know a lot of things, but organizing them in my head, you know, is uh, anyway. We you said that we should cleanse our and we had a cleansing and shallow. We had a cleansing and that cleansing gave us legal gave us as Christian legal right to fight back. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we are hearing you. Whose connection to fight the enemy? Uh, and that in itself was a cleansing for me. Um, and many times, even though you said that we don't know who, what our parents have done, we don't know what happened before we came out, then we don't know what, uh, you know, because we don't know, we need to continually uh, give God, giving God the glory and asking for forgiveness. And many times when we don't do that, way to the enemy uh, by not confessing our sins by having uh ought against each other um, um, it's, um and we give satan territory that territory demons uh are demons that have been sticking around and feel they have the right to do what they do so you talked about um the squatters and how these squatters come from the, these spirits that we have not forgiven. We, we probably don't even know we have them. So squatters could be anything. You talked about squatters being physical and financially and spiritual and many areas, environmental squatters and uh, rental squatters. But so these squatters, you said that we have the power to eliminate and to ask God to take them out of our life completely. So uh, the legal grounds, the squatters, the, uh, how do they connect? They connect in the spirit world, which we don't see all of us. And those spirits come to the natural. So I think many times because we are unable to connect with God, in the spirit, we cannot see the things in the spirit, so we don't understand uh, when it when it's happening. So um, you said many things, but you uh, well, I um, I just give God the glory that I was able to experience um, this um, shallow convention, and that I give God the glory. It was just as if I had been lifted up. And, and uh, on my way home, lifted up out of out, out of the out of the enemy's territory. Um, so I just give God the glory for that. You talked about um, that God came to destroy. He came to the. Um, I wanted to give some scriptures like Nappy did. Nappy was very good. Thank you, Nappy. If you're on and how she connects in the spirit with the scripture. And that's what we got to learn. We got to learn that when you're, like when you're talking to us, you connect the scriptures. If it's not scriptural, then it's not in the word. And you connect the scriptures with everyday life. And that's what we, I want to learn. I mean, I know what to do, how to do it. Just got to organize my thoughts. So I appreciate, I appreciate the, um, and the sacrifice, sacrificial lamb, we gave uh, a sacrifice to God. Amen. Um, 
although I fought with the lawyers, I told God, if you give me the money, I would give it to the overcome. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> so uh, I have been waiting for three years. And I don't know why it came during the time I'm going to the convention. I was like, wow. Does that mean that overcome <laughs> Amen. So um, the sacrificial uh, offering that we gave was to unto God, number one, for saving other souls Amen. to evangelize. And I remember when I first started at uh, Overcomers, it, it, if we didn't, if we did deliverance, we did evangelism. And we stopped. I'm not going to say you stopped because I don't know what happened. But I know lately we did it like one time or twice. I think Reverend Nathiel told us, let's go out and evangelize and give out some, uh, the tracts. Uh, but like, we shouldn't just do it because we have an event. We should do it because it's godly, you know, and it's the word of God, saving our souls and, you know, winning souls for Christ is what we should be doing. So you spoke all these things in different times and to enlighten us that this is what you, what God wants us to do. And then for the, for the, um, for the working of souls and for the church as well. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Shall we appreciate Sister Beverly? Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to step off because uh, for like maybe 15 minutes I'm going home. So I'll okay. probably. Okay. I'm okay. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. God bless you. Thank you. All right. Okay. Okay. Who else? Who else? Reflection, reflection, reflection. Sandra Bentley, Jr. Reverend Felicia. Mrs. Valentino. I'll go, Dr. Connolly. All right, go. Okay. Um, you speak about... Um, evangelism right you say in the realm of evangelism who do we use a gift to attack and that was one of the main things i was already think of you know when you go try to evangelize who do you you know what can you tell them what can you tell the people them when you go try to evangelize right you speak about um this woman when she uh, no first he said um um let me get it right. You say you can't force somebody to be born again. You can never force a person to be born again because they own the born again for you, not for God. And that will cause problem when they own the born again for you because they will do things out of the way that you're not going to like. Just like the woman, oh, she just with her husband, or oh, she just think her husband is perfect and him not the certain thing. And eventually, in the end, what the husband did to her, that was. That was not right. So you can't force somebody to be born, um, born again. So you have to, when we go there to evangelize the people, we have to be careful what we do. Um, you know, we can't force them to do stuff that they don't want to do and let them do that for their own. Right? And they, um, you speak about Bible study. You say when we come to Bible study, we have to make sure to write down notes because without your notes, you can't know what you're going to speak when, whenever time you gave um, give us something. Like you said something and then 
It's like we're all over the place and we have to be careful because when you come to the Bible, no, it's even, even right now, like maybe I'm just saying, maybe we could write down two lines just to remember that, you know, that's stuck into your head that, you know, you're not, at least you're learning something from the, the Bible study. And then you must ask, um, you ask yourself, ask God, or do you want or him to share the gospel message? Or, or ask, ask yourself, ask God, or do you share the gospel message with someone out there? You know, you, apparently you're going to prayer, ask God and ask him to show you how to, you know, to show, to, um, to share the gospel out there with somebody um, out there. And, and yeah, because the gospel message is really, um, this is what we're going to use to win soul for, for, um, for the glory of God. But we have to be careful when we, when we go on the road there to minister to people, because you have to make them see who you are and what God is doing in your life so they can accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. But, you know, you take a step, and then still take a step, step by step before, you know, just force them into things that they, they don't want to do because it will come back in the end. It's not good. So when we go there to evangelize, we have to be careful what we do. These are the things I really take with me. Amen. Amen. Shall we love you, Sister Andrea Junior? Amen. 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 Yes. Good night. Who is there? Who else? Reflection time. Reverend Felicia, Reverend Athia, Mrs. Valentino. Hi, Dr. Pauline. Hi. Are you at work? No, I am home. All right. So, oh, that's Sister uh, Nora. Yeah, we yeah. are doing reflection. Reflection. Okay. Um, first, I want to thank God for the convention. Um, for me, it was very challenging. Um, but God made a way where there seems to be no way. Amen. Uh, pray and believe and God always comes through for you. Amen. And, um, this year convention was awesome. Mm. Whatever we prayed for, God made it happen. Amen. You know, we prayed for good weather, we got great weather. We prayed for journey mercies, we got journey mercies. Amen. We prayed for uh, a world convention with a, a difference and a newness and a mighty God, we got that. Amen. Um, it was a very prayerful event, very mm -hmm. soulful, mm. very, very, uh, for me, it was exciting. It was exciting mm. in my spirit. Mm. And um, with the teaching, um, you talk about destiful destiny fulfillment mm. uh, you spoke about um how we can grow in our um spiritual walk and even in our daily lives you mm. know you talk about um the educational part of our spiritual walk you know that we should always keep into the word we should come to bible studies we should not just come to Bible studies, but we should take notes that we can 
um, piggyback on it during the process of the week to help to encourage others. And um, you talk about our gifts and our talents. And um, you said that um, we should not, you know, be intimidated by somebody's gifts or talent. You know, um, some people might be gifted without having the educational background, you know, and that can also be challenged or people can be even jealous of your gifts when you have a natural talent. So it is always good to protect yourself and mm. your mastery through mm. qualif qualifying um, whatever gifts and talents that you have. Yeah. And um, you said that... Um, you stood on Philippians 2 from verse 12 to 16. Mm. Um, you said that we should take authority over our gifts and our destiny, and with that we should stand in the word of God and always study to make ourselves approved. And we should not be ashamed of the gifts and the talents that we have because we could use them to enhance our spiritual growth in our Christian walk. And the, the, the gifts that we have, you said it can rescue the perishing and also increase us in fruitfulness and multiplication. Mm. Um, you spoke about how our 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 um, destiny can be robbed through um, interference through squatters, and you said how these squatters um, come into our lives. We have to invite them in. We have to welcome them, you know. And sometimes, you know, when you welcome them, you might welcome them for a short period, but they overstay their welcome. So we should always find legal grounds, you know, in which to evict them and to make sure that they are permanently eradicated and dis dislodged and disconnected from our lives. You know, um, you said that um, in salvation, you have to go through spiritual surgery and deliverance. You know, um, because sometimes there are so much stuff that we harbor around our lives. And as, as even though we, we say the sinner's prayer, Lord, accept, um, I give my life to you and accept you as your Lord and Savior, your lifestyle and your attitude does not change. So you say for us to show that we truly accept salvation and is, and is, is walking in the light of God, it should um, radiate in our attitude and our behavior and um, that is so true because some a lot of time people say oh I am a Christian but their behavior speak otherwise you know and um, you know that is one of the things that people look at and say oh I'm not when you invite them to church oh, I'm not going to come to church because the people in that church their the behavior is a right oh people in that church they look down on people you know and um you know they are they are just unlike christ 
you know, as God would say, they are hypocrites, you know, so <laughs> you have to call them as is, as they are, you know, so um, you also um, said you were talking about um, the way we re represent um, or bring news onto people and you were talking about how the government um, relate their daily activities um, through the, um, the, I forget the name of the person that they use to, to relate the news um, every day of whatever is going on. Um, they will also give the messages. And you said about Dominion, you said, um, uh, he, Adam was the first one that God gave dominion, in other words, gave the power of dominion to, because he had to name every creature that was on the face of the earth. And um, that was new to me. You know, I, I, I didn't get it like that. So I really, you know, that really stood out to me that, you know, when God give you the power to do something, you know, you have to do it to honor God. And that was very, very important to me. And you said we have to stand on legal grounds and the legal grounds that we stand on is the word of God. So that is some of the things that I took from our convention. Amen, amen. Shall we all appreciate? Let's all appreciate uh, Sister Nora. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Yes, who else? Who else has not spoken? I, I will go back to um, the early times of the teaching where you spoke on salvation. Okay. Um, you asked questions. You said, why have we not been able to win souls? And some of what came out, you said that a lot of times um, as Christians, we are not confident in the word. And sometimes some of us, we are not sure of our own salvation. And so we are, we are afraid to go out and win souls. And so sometimes we are too busy. And then a lot other times it's just a lot of excuses. Mm. And sometimes we don't really want our old friends to see us talking about Christ. Especially <laughs> our, our lifestyle was nothing godly before. Mm. Uh, I want our friends to see us um, now, you know, talking about Christ. And also that we could also be afraid of rejection. When we go mm -hmm. out and share the words, people will reject us. And so these are some of the reasons why a lot of times Christians do not go out and evangelize. And you ask the question, what is salvation? You said that salvation is simply being born again that it is accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior after we have been convicted of our sinful life. And salvation is to be redeemed from our sin. Mm. And then you spoke about redemption. You said the redemption is deliverance from sin through the death of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. And you, you make a, 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 a pronouncement. You said that salvation is not baptism 
a lot of times as Christians, we interchange baptism with salvation. Um, we feel that, you know, baptism is salvation, but it's not salvation. Salvation is when we hear the word of the God, word of the word, the word of God, we are convicted of our sins, and then we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Therefore, salvation takes place after hearing the word of God. And mm -hmm. we desire to want Jesus Christ to come into our life. And so we now surrender to the mm -hmm. conviction of the word and then and, and our need of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that that point we now make us we then surrender our life to mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that baptism is the public show of our confession of our Lord Jesus Christ, that we mm -hmm. are now following the path of Christ. Amen. And that Jesus Christ is now our new Lord and Savior. We're no longer serving Satan. So when we go into baptism, we are now showing the world that we have a new master, a new Lord, and that we're ready to walk with him. And that's what baptism is saying, that we are ready to walk with the Lord. Therefore, salvation is very important to us as Christians. Those of us who call ourselves Christians, salvation is very important. Mm -hmm. in, in our salvation, in having salvation, it makes us want to walk closer with our Lord Jesus Christ and to do things to honor to honor and glorify God. So when we come and, and, and when we're walking in our salvation, whenever time we come in contact with sin, there is a conviction. And this conviction, you said, it sometimes brings a very funny feeling on us, which makes us uncomfortable. So we find that uh, we will not you know, walk that pathway. And so we will heed to correction because of that feeling that comes over us. Um, mm -hmm. that's, that it's like a conviction that what I'm doing is wrong. The path I'm taking is wrong. So once we take our salvation seriously, then whenever time we're about to enter into a sin, the Holy Spirit will, 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 will nudge us and we'll begin to feel uncomfortable. So therefore, you know, that is part of our um, correction. You said salvation creates in us a hunger and a thirst for Christ. You know, when we take our salvation seriously, it, it causes us to have this hunger to know Christ more, to know more about his word. And you will find that when you have this sort of hunger um, for the word, even if you go and eat food, it doesn't satisfy that hunger. So you may feel hungry and you run and drink water, you run and drink juice, or you run and eat your food, but you still find that there is this emptiness still that is inside of you. So until you go into the work, you find that that hunger is not fulfilled. So when we find ourselves becoming very busy, this, it also creates an emptiness inside of, inside of us. So therefore, we know that we must be reading the word yes. at all times. Mm -hmm. And we should take the word as our food. Mm -hmm. 
So um, sometimes folks sometimes get a little weary, not quite sure how to do it, but mm -hmm. it's like other things where sometimes if you have an addiction, sometimes you have to go cold turkey. Sometimes you just gotta go do the, do the Bible cold turkey too. So you just gotta just get into it. So uh, we must learn to recognize hunger for the word. And you, at that time you use um, Galatians 5 verse 16 to 21 and you show how we can serve sin. So I'll leave it at that now. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Shall we all appreciate uh, Reverend Afia? Okay, okay. Minister Felicia, Auntie Felicia, we are waiting for you. Auntie Felicia, Minister of Prayer, are you busy? Minister of Prayer. Mrs. Valentino. Reverend Peace wants to go. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I take at shallow. We talk about uh, the legal grounds. As a Christian, we need to study the word and show ourselves approved. You ask the question, how is our relationship with Christ Jesus Christ? And you said wisdom is a lifetime thing. Wisdom is a day-to-day -day use dosage. And uh, you said that the legal ground gives us wisdom to operate in prophetic realm and talk with our father. You said the ability to talk to our father is to study and know the word and how to use the word to pray. We talk about the power of the legal ground. We talk about how Christ Jesus died for us on the cross. And we need to be simple, both spiritually and in the secular realm. We need to Mm -hmm. and, um, you talk about if we don't pay our tithes, how we become liars, thieves, this, we become disobedient, and it's like we touch the covenant. And if we touch the God's covenant, it's not an easy thing. It says shallow is a place where God gives us the covenant. Mm. And shallow is a place of redemption mm. and the mercy of God. Mm. And what stood to me is, you talk about the, the general who went to the Lord and prayed for the children's school fees and how the Lord opened the door for him. No one stand for him. I think that is how the Bible said, we should taught our children or we should 
grew them in the word of God, that when they grew up, they will not depart from the world, the word of God. He doesn't go to church as he, he, he have to, but because of how the parent brought him up in the word, still the legal ground, which is the word of God, was in his life and operating. Mm -hmm. And I see how the priest also was so obedient, moved to come and open the door at mm -hmm. that time every day. And we see how the Lord reward him. So we mm -hmm. need to be faithful. We need to be honest. We need mm -hmm. to be reliable. Even if we're not in church all the time, we have to do what the Lord called us to do. Mm -hmm. We have to ask the Father to show us our gifts. Mm -hmm. And we have to be educated in those areas, either in secular realm or in the ministry. And if we are educated in the secular realm, we can mm -hmm. bring it to the ministry to help others. Mm -hmm. And you use, uh, I think, Philippians chapter, I forget the... Two. Yeah, uh, verse, verse 12 to 16 really also ministered to me. So I took that and I'm meditating on it and I'm depending on it. Amen. That's Amen. what I Amen. Shall we all appreciate Mama Peace? Yes, let's appreciate Reverend Peace. Okay, all right. Who else hasn't gone? We have Minister Reverend Felicia has not gone yet. Mrs. Valentino, I think I'm seeing your number. The number that ends, oh, 301. Whose number is 301? Okay. Minister Roslyn, we haven't heard from you. I know you led the prayer. Oh, no, you didn't lead the prayer. You led oh. it. <laughs> um, I just mentioned one thing that you said about when we go out to uh, life. We have to be mindful of how we dress. Because... Um, Your voice is not clear. <laughs> Yes, you say we have to be mindful of of how we we dress because um, the way we dress might be sending the wrong signal to the persons that we are ministering to, and the way we dress can also be a source of distraction when we are trying to minister to people. Also, the uh, the um, we don't want to send the, the, the wrong message because um, you you want the person to be um, attracted to the word of God and not for the physical attraction. So while we are doing evangelism, we, we don't want the people that we are ministering to to be focused on the, the wrong thing. And not only the people that we are ministering to can be impacted, but we ourselves can be in, impacted because um, there will be a, a, a reaction, an action and a reaction 
based on how you you are communicating verbal or otherwise with the person. So um, that is something very critical that we need to bear in mind as we go out to to minister. Mm. Amen. Amen. Shall we give a clap offering appreciation to Minister Rosalind? Amen. 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 Is everybody gone to bed? I'm not seeing your lights. No, okay. Yes. No, I said, no, we didn't go to bed. <laughs> What did you say? No, you said if everybody went to bed and I said, no, Dr. Polly. Okay. We didn't okay. go to bed. Okay. All right. So, Felicia, uh, Morgan, are you still there? So what lesson have you learned from all that you have heard tonight? Um, learn about obedience, salvation, and sincerity. And I also learned that is the moral of it is that you have to walk sincere with God and you have to be truthful and give your heart to God. Yeah, stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> I am glad you got something. I am glad you got something. So tonight, I want to encourage each and every one that it's one thing to fast and pray. It's another thing for God to answer your prayers. It's one thing for you to go to a convention like Shiloh, and it's another thing to, to utilize the experience of Shiloh. And so what I would say is the reason we took uh, 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 the reflection tonight is because we want to make sure that people understand why they went to Shiloh and also they are able to make use of the knowledge from Shiloh to apply it to their lives. You know, it's like when we all went to school. Even at the age of kindergarten, we needed to do an exams. We needed to do an exams in order to go to the next level, next class in our examination. And so no matter how old a child was, the child was made to write exams at the age of uh, 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 five or six a child is writing exams, even at kindergarten, a child is required to write exams to show that the child is learning and they give them homework. You know, <laughs> when they give a child of four year old and homework and they get home, they don't like, they don't want mommy or daddy to rest. Mommy, I have to do my homework. Daddy, I need to do my homework. Even when you, they are hungry, you give them food to eat, they'll be insisting on doing their homework. That shows that learning is made practicable 
when we revisit what we have learned. We as adults, you know, our learning, our learning span is very short, especially after age 30. If you are no longer in school and you come across learning, you will struggle to remember. One, you will struggle to even see a week in class after age 30, 35. You find yourself dozing in class unless you have been in continuous learning before you hit age 30, 35. And if you withdraw from school for about two or three years and you come back to school, you'll be struggling to remember, to recollect, okay? Your memory will go into a sleep mode. It will take about uh, three months for it to, 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 to become active again. And so the essence of reflection is to make sure that we reactivate our mind, our heart, our spiritual womb, our physical womb, our academic womb, our learning womb. If we don't activate it, we'll keep forgetting what we learn. And I can point out that some of you did very well tonight. If I was given an award, which I will eventually give, because all those who are participating actively in the, in the reflection, I am planning to award you. That is to say that we are in the University of Jehovah God. We are studying to show ourselves approved unto Jehovah God. We want to be qualified for heaven. And so we need to be tested for heaven. We need to be to show that indeed the lessons we are learning can be applicable in our life, can be used to change our lifestyle, can be used to erase our weaknesses, our difficulties, and all the challenges that we go through in life. It is very important that we all get involved in reflection. The reflection helps us. It helps me also. You see, when I'm, uh, I am teaching, part of the teaching comes to me like prophetic word, where I am watching the television, even when I'm writing the books and so on, the Lord will be speaking to me, I'm writing. When I'm speaking also, sometimes I'm hearing the Lord speaking to me or showing me like, like a movie, what I need to say, you know, besides what I study. And I want everybody who is in overcoming house to experience knowledge, you know, to experience the power of knowing, the power of application, the power of wisdom. We need wisdom in every aspect of our lives. The Bible says in Luke chapter 1, verse 52, that Jesus needed wisdom to operate on earth to do the work of God. If Jesus needed wisdom, it didn't say Jesus needed anointing. It says Jesus needed wisdom to operate on earth. So that means that wisdom is great. With wisdom, we are able to have conversation with the Lord. With wisdom, we are able to receive divine instruction and direction. With wisdom, we are able to walk with the Lord. With wisdom, we'll be able to understand what the Lord shows us. Okay? 
there are a lot of times we see revelation, but we don't know the meaning of the revelation. We need wisdom to interpret, to understand, and to make use of the revelation. We need wisdom to talk to one another. You know, sometimes you say things that offend people. It's not that they want it, and it's not that we have to always satisfy people, but the fact that the Lord gives us the instruction, the direction to speak, that alone protects us. But when the Lord has not spoken and we speak, we might be making mistakes. I have seen a lot of people who say, oh, the Lord gave me the anointing to do this or that. But at the end of it, whatever they said God anointed them to do was never fruitful was never important, was never there for legacy, for another person to carry it over. So tonight, the essence of having done reflection is to make sure that we are indeed in the garden of wisdom, gathering wisdom from the knowledge that we gathered from Shiloh, from the School of Deliverance World Convention, from learning every Tuesday what God has for us. And I pray that as we all have shared, and even those who did not go, have shared what they have learned in our midst, that this knowledge will increase. The wisdom will sharpen us. Iron sharpeneth iron. The wisdom you have and have guarded will sharpen you and will sharpen me as we express ourselves in in, 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 uh, in reflection, reflecting on what we have learned. We are all sharpening ourselves. We are sharpening each other. We are encouraging one another. We are speaking life into one another. We are making sure that nobody is lacking, nobody will be suffered, and nobody will be oppressed or suppressed by the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Everybody on on yes, 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 yes. Bible study, there is a time to mute yourself and there is time to unmute yourself because it's interactive. So tonight, before we 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 we, we share the grace, uh Reverend Alfia, any announcement? Um we start. We we will be starting um, the extension of School of Deliverance um, next week, Thursday, the twenty seventh. Um, apart from those of us who went to um, the World Convention, everyone is being given an opportunity to join in. You just need to register. So those who desire to be a part of it. Get in touch with me and we will discuss your registration. Those of you who were at the convention, please send in your email address so that you can be added, added and the link sent to you so you can be a part of teaching. We continue with our Friday family prayer at 9 p.m. And we meet at church on Sunday at 9.30 p.m. I just, yeah, I just want to say something. Okay. 
I want to say uh, thank God that uh, for Reverend Althea and how hard dedicated she worked and the rest of them as well and how things were organized. And so, and she brought me all the way back to the Bronx. So I want to say thank you, Dr. Uh, Reverend Althea, uh, Minister Althea for your dedication, your loyalty. Thank you, Sister Beverly. Yeah. And, and it thank was, it was, you. It was a blessing. So I just want, you know, sometimes people think that their good deed is not, you know, great, is not appreciated. It was not easy. I worked in communications, organizing events is not the easiest That's thing. You know, Sister Beverly. Yeah. So you got to satisfy this one and that one. And I'm saying, you know, you're talking to that one, then you're not listening to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just want to say, <laughs> everyone that played a part, Nor uh, Minister Nora and 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 um, and Ami Rosalind and Deacon Nora, but especially uh, Reverend Nathia. So I just want to say, you know, shout out to you. Thank you very much. Oh, Thank shall you. we all appreciate this? Amen, 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 yes, amen. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Well appreciated, well appreciated. Yes, yes. You're all the hard work, too, Sister Eulalie <laughs> and Sister Beverly. You're all appreciated. It's a teamwork. Amen. 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 This is very good. I am glad we did reflection tonight. And... Uh, uh, I think this this also will provide healing for some people. When I say healing, there are people that uh, don't easily feel loved, don't easily feel accepted, who don't know whether they are appreciated or not. And, uh, you know, they don't ever get uh, anybody to ever say, oh, you did very well, your work is recognized and all that. So thank you, Sister Beverly. I know when you came to my office and cried that you have not been asked to do anything since you returned. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad to see you involved. And uh, that is beautiful that you realize your gifts are needed, whether small or great, everybody's gift is needed. Whether you are Amen. sweeping, or cleaning, or singing, or laughing, or clapping. You see, sometimes you need people to clap. Amen. And if, you, if all you have been doing is clapping, you are well appreciated. Amen. 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 Clapping is very important. Yes. Because clapping is part of praise even unto Jehovah God. Amen. So when we are clapping for somebody, we are also saying that, God, we thank you for giving us life to clap our hands and for giving us opportunity to appreciate one another. Amen. So everybody, unmute yourself and let's just give God a clap offering. Everybody, unmute yourself. Let's give Jehovah God a clap offering, a clap offering, a clap offering, a clap offering unto Jehovah God. Unto Jehovah God. Hallelujah. 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 So thank you all. It's a beautiful night. Good night. So I appreciate all of you and I'm praying for you, for the sacrifices you offered, for your support, everything you did. 
I am praying and I know other people are also praying. And we pray that this will also enable us to reorganize ourselves because we have to continue with evangelism in Jesus' name. We have to win the souls. We have to draw the souls into the kingdom so that our gifts will, will, will grow and prosper. We will be fruitful and multiply and replenish and subdue and have dominion. Hallelujah. 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 Okay. So we share the grace. Reverend Peace, you have something else to say? Let me tell you forever you need it because you want to miss me. Don't argue. Miss me. You face when I write everything down. That will help you. I didn't hear. No, she she's rebuking somebody. <laughs> oh, okay. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. So let's share the grace together. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you and we bless you, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Oh, yes, Jehovah Lord. God, we magnify your name. We exalt yes. your name. We yes. lift up your, your name above yes. every other name for yes. your loving kindness, for your care, for your guidance, for your leadership. Yes, Father, Lord. we thank you for taking us to Shiloh and bringing us back safely. Yes, we Lord. thank you for all the lessons that you have taught us. We yes. thank you that you continually sharpen our knowledge and you yes. pour out your wisdom unto us as you gave to Daniel, to Joseph, and to Solomon to build the kingdom, O oh God. You yes. will give us uncommon favor for wisdom that to be able to apply your word to our daily lives and endeavor. And yes. Father, for all that they gave, replenish them, O oh God. Replenish. Yes. Make each and every one, each and every family fruitful, yes, multiply, Lord. replenish, subdue, and have dominion. Yes. Together we say the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love, the love of, God, of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Spirit be with us now, now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Surely, goodness, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. 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 Now, before you go, Sister Stella posted uh, something on the page regarding uh, free home tests for COVID. Please quickly take advantage of it because you don't know how long uh, it will be. So uh, please go on the platform and make use of this advantage. You are not paying for it. So they are only giving four per household for uh, home test kits. Sister Stella, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, explain it, explain it, please. Um, so I got it from work and it's the, um, they're giving out four um, rapid test kits per household. 
um, and it's going to be shipped by the postal service. So the link that I sent, you just click on it, enter your information, your name, your house address, and click on check out now. And that's it. And I think they said they're going to start shipping them out at the end of the month. So I would say just do it and just have it done because like the police said, like to get a kit now is very hard to get a kit and to get tested. So at least if you have the home kits, if you're not feeling well, you can just do the test at home and that should give you some peace of mind of what to do um, next. So just click on the link and just put your order in and they'll deliver it to you. Amen. May I Amen. ask a question? Okay, ask a question. Yeah. How long do those kits last? I mean, do we have to do it within three months? I'm not sure like when they expire, but I think the kits um, is for you to have in your house. So mm -hmm. that, if, like I said, if you're not feeling well, you can just do your own rapid COVID test at home. Okay, thank you. Sister Beverly, um, the kit will have the expiration date on it. Oh, okay. So when, you okay. Get, when you get the kit, you can just look at it and you see. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank both, thank both of you. Okay. Any other question? Sister Yulili? I'm good. Yeah, good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sister Felicia Morgan, are you okay? Yes, no question. Okay. Sister Vivian? All right. Okay. Those are the names of people who ask questions regularly. Oh, and the, the link is for the whole US, not just New York only. Oh, okay. So if you have family in Florida and all that, they can also order it. Praise God. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Important information. We have already shared the grace, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the Lord be with you and keep you. Thank you all for your contributions, for your support, for your encouragement. And uh, we are meeting on Friday. Amen. 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 So make sure you rest properly. So Friday you come online, ready to praise and worship God. Amen. 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 Thank you. Good night. Good night. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Okay.